Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One day I kind of sat down and started to think about what it was that I liked about my jobs. And part of this mm-hmm. comes from a great book that my parents introduced to me when I quit that marketing agency called um, yeah. What Color Is Your Parachute? Oh my god. Are you yes. reading that right now, Daph? I am totally reading that book right now. Are you really? But I'm just so bad at doing the exercises. It's such a good book. <laughs> <But> yes, yes. <laughs> she talks to me about it all the time. Hi, my name is Daph. And I'm June. And you're listening to our podcast, List Me Tender where we delve into bucket list things to do before you turn 30. What is the topic for today? So the topic that we're going to be discussing today is quit the day job you hate, even if you don't have a backup plan. Today we have a special treat. (laughs) We actually have a guest joining us. Her name is Jessie Alley. Hi, Jessie. Hi, Jessie. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) It's going good. Jessie is my amazing friend from one of my previous workplaces. Yeah, she (laughs) was a shining light when it was quite a dim work situation. (laughs) But we'll talk about that in a little while. (laughs) Anything you want to say about yourself, Jessie, before we... I'm just so honored to be here. It's my first podcast ever. It should be fun. Um, Well, we're very excited to have you. Thanks for joining. So, Daph, do you want to read the blurb for today? Yes. So, the blurb for this week is, Walking away from your job without a backup plan is one of the scariest things you can do. But your 20s will likely be the last decade in your life where you have the flexibility to get away with it with the least amount to lose. We also have this random quote from Unknown. (laughs) The quote is, The very worst outcome, you end up back where you started, at another day job you hate. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, Jessie, does this resonate with you at all? (laughs) Um, Not so much the you'll end up back at the day job you hate. Um, But in terms of quitting the day job you hate, that, yes, definitely does resonate with me. I have pretty much successfully quit every single job that I've had since graduating from university. So you quit them all without a backup plan or with a No, so not all without a backup plan. There was one in particular that Mm -hmm. definitely did not have any backup plan whatsoever. Whatsoever. Um, so it was my first job out of university. Um, I had been there for a year. I went to school for graphic and web design mm. and got hired as a junior designer at this um, marketing firm. Right. And I had gone in knowing that I didn't want to do graphic design but wanted to transition into a user experience design role and had been very upfront about that or about that with them from the very beginning. And then a year into being there, it still those kinds of projects still hadn't materialized despite me asking on multiple occasions and um, it was not the healthiest of workplace cultures. And my mental health had really taken a beating. Really? Um, yeah. 
it was pretty bad and so I after talking to my doctor and my parents about it decided that I needed out ASAP and so I kind of handed in my resignation and had intended to kind of fill out the you know the typical two weeks but when I got home that afternoon so they had let me leave part way through the day mm-hmm. um, I went to go log into my email and had been locked out oh and so gosh. then I started having this like full-blown panic attack and thankfully with some help from my parents I managed to ride that out and get into a much better place and I ended up going on employment insurance for a little while and like going through that experience of applying for it if you've never applied for it it is so nerve-wracking um because it's technically much easier to get it if you've been let go but if you've been fired or if you quit you actually are not always eligible for it so there was like this moment of panic where I was like I don't have any income I have to be able to pay my rent and my bills and like all of these things but I was able to get it um, and then once I did that I was able to kind of figure out my own routine so I started going to the gym regularly for like one of the first times in my life that I've ever done that since university and then I started going to all these networking events which then proposed like a new kind of issue where the first question that people ask you is like oh like what do you do where do you work and yeah, of course it's I'm super nerve-wracking yeah you, you don't have an answer <laughs> you're just like um like nothing I'm just yeah. kind of <laughs> hanging out but I found that going into those situations and telling people that I had quit a job that I wasn't happy in to full-time pursue something that I was passionate about and cared about actually had a lot of positive response and it was just having such a positive response to something that I thought was going to be so negative um, really kind of helped to affirm my decision so people actually responded to you the complete opposite of what you're expecting yeah the complete Mm -hmm. opposite that's so interesting so it sounds like you stayed at that place for a year yes i did how soon into the job were you did you have a feeling in your gut that you knew this wasn't where you wanted to be long term and Mm. was there any pressure to stay like a certain amount of time and were you kind of forcing yourself to or was it the year mark that you more acutely felt like you had to leave Hmm. I think it's hard because it feels so long ago now, but I Mm. think I remember it being around the six month mark because Mm. they did um, kind of half year reviews Mm -hmm. uh, or performance reviews rather. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I remember having a performance review with them and kind of bringing up again the fact that I wanted to move into more of a UX role and then... Probably saying something along the lines of, oh, we have like these projects in the pipeline. And then I did get to work on some projects for a while, but then they were never fully approved. And so mm. they never got kind of, you know, funded. And so they gave me some projects, but the projects were taking forever. And then as well, right. the workplace culture was a thing. And I definitely, you mentioned the feeling pressured to stay a certain amount of time. Mm. Um, when I first got into the workforce, there was kind of this myth that you had to stay at a job for at least a year. So with it being my first job out of university, I definitely felt pressured to stay there for at least a year. Mm. And then, uh, it got to the one year point around my performance review and it just got to a point where it's just like I can't yeah. I can't Now's take it time. anymore <laughs> do you regret not leaving sooner 
No, I'm a little bit, I want to say funny about regrets. I don't really have very many because I tend to take the view that everything thus far in my life has led me to the person that I am today. Mm. And yes, if I'd taken certain actions, I might be in a different place entirely, but I would say that I'm fairly satisfied with where I'm at right now today. And so, and I think that every experience that I've had so far has been at least, at the very least, a learning opportunity for me. What are you doing now? Are you, are you a UX designer now or <laughs> what are you up to now? <laughs> the answer to that question is no, I am not a UX designer <laughs> anymore. Um, so I did get into user experience and I was there for about um, three years. But this is my other story of quitting a job. Um, not, not, not so much with, um, without having anything lined up because I did have something in the works when I left my last UX job. But um, I am now a personal trainer. Wow. Um, so it is a completely different industry. Yeah. And quite honestly, it is the best job I have ever had. Amazing. Yeah. So when I originally got into user experience, um, I knew that with my career, I wanted to make a... Um, impact on the world and kind of help people and improve their lives which sounds incredibly cheesy but it is the (laughs) solid truth about um, what I feel like my purpose here is and what makes me feel fulfilled and like I'm actually contributing to society Mm. and so coming out of design school I felt that doing user experience was the best way for me Mm -hmm. to do that at the time because I was like oh I get to use my creative side and I get to use my very expensive degree um, Mm. to actually do what I want to do. So what made you decide to take the leap then going from being a UX designer to a personal trainer? Yeah. Like was there a turning point? Was it always just something in the making and like you know did you have that in your back pocket while working this full-time job knowing that you were going to transition into being a PT? It definitely wasn't like in the back of my mind the whole time. Um, It was actually a fairly recent decision. So while I was working at my second to last UX job, I was fairly unhappy. And so I started to look into, um, and I was starting to become very kind of disenchanted with the industry. And so one day I kind of sat down and started to think about what it was that I liked about my jobs. And part of this mm-hmm. comes from a great book that my parents introduced to me when I quit that marketing agency called um, yeah. What Color Is Your Parachute? Oh my god. Are you yes. reading that right now, Jeff? I am totally reading that book right now. Are you really? But I'm just so bad at doing the exercises. It's such a good book. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> talks to me about it all the time this was not planned no it was not (laughs) okay so what's so good about the book yeah so the book is really great and um I I don't know if so like I am a very anal person I am willing to admit this fact about myself (laughs) and so when I'm given a workbook I am like I am doing 100% of the exercises in this workbook right wow that's a lot (laughs) One of the exercises that I found the most helpful was this exercise where you went through and you listed kind of skills that you enjoyed using in Mm -hmm. your job, Mm -hmm. um, as well as attributes that you wanted to have in your job. Mm -hmm. And so I'm probably butchering the description of this, but I just remember having to describe both the environment that I wanted to work in Mm -hmm. and the kind of skills that I wanted to use in kind Mm -hmm. of like my ideal job. And so... 
when I was in the second to last UX job, I mm. kind of thought back to the book and I was like, mm. okay, well, let me think about all of the careers that would potentially give me these things that would mm-hmm. have these things that I need to be fulfilled by my mm-hmm. job in them. And mm-hmm. so I kind of made this long list of, well, it wasn't that long, but like a list of jobs that I felt would have these things in common. Mm-hmm. And then from that, I have mm-hmm. the, the, had this like whole like matrix system going of like, is there like a licensing or a certification mm-hmm. process? How expensive is that process? Um, right. What's the typical salary? What are the typical working hours? What are some of like the downsides? Like, is there a slow season that I need to account for? And kind of like, so you're very like rigorous about the process. Very rigorous. Um, just because I just wanted to be. I don't know. At this point, I was very disillusioned, and I was like, I want to have a job that I actually enjoy and that I look forward to going to every day. And so I wanted to be rigorous and thorough. I wanted to not have to make the leap once and then be like, oh, this is the wrong choice and I have to make the leap again. And um, personal training was on there. Um, being an interior designer was on there. Oh, really? Getting into like real estate was on there. Oh, they're so different. Uh, they're so different. Uh-huh. But so why they're... did PT stick out? So PT stuck out because so I took a day off work and I went to this Friday, Saturday, Sunday course one weekend while I was at my second to last UX job, and mm-hmm. I freaking loved it. Wow! The environment was amazing. Everyone was so eager and open to learning new things. They were so supportive of each other and just being in that gym environment. And I love moving around and I love exercising. And it's one of the ways that I help myself manage my own mental health and things Mm -hmm. like that. And so being in that environment and getting to be around that was like almost intoxicating. So Jesse, are you a full-time PT now? Yeah. I'm going into my fifth month. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. I like how you were also really thorough though, like a lot of respect, <laughs> you know, with the matrix because yeah. you spend so much time at work that, you know, mm-hmm. it will be great if you, you can find that. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and the fact that you went through the matrix and worked out the cost, the barrier to entry, the potential yes. future, like so yeah. good. Like we do that with like buying a house, but not a job. I don't know why. It's yeah. yeah. You don't really catalog your yeah. life. Yeah. And I don't think like... It's not something that I would necessarily recommend to other people. Mm. Um, Like, since, like, the common thread throughout all of my kind of jobs and, like, the key for me, like, figuring out, like, is this job truly for me has always been, like, my mental health. So Mm. I have depression and I Mm -hmm. also have, like, mild forms of anxiety. Mm -hmm. And um, I've noticed in the pattern of me quitting all of my jobs mm-hmm. that whenever I am not happy or something is not quite right in my life that mm-hmm. my depression flares up. UX is, for me at least, was kind of misleading because there's always these technological innovations happening and there's always these exciting new things happening in tech. But in the jobs that I was working in, there was never an opportunity to use that, like, kind of new knowledge and new things, and it was never really, I shouldn't say never, but, like, most of the jobs that I had didn't really encourage you to go out and seek out that knowledge and kind of grow yourself Mm -hmm. into the kind of career trajectory that you wanted to, whereas... At Good Life, one of the reasons why I chose to apply for Good Life versus other personal training or fitness companies is that 
they are super super into personal growth they have Mm -hmm. like a full-on black belt system in order to level up in terms of personal training that has like education requirements at every single level um and specifically the location that i'm at is amazing because from day one my bosses were telling us like these courses are coming up like sign up for these courses these ones so they really care about you as a person and your own growth yes Mm, yeah and that's a really big thing for me too yeah that's huge Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Jesse. I think that was super, super yeah. inspiring. Oh, and like, I can super really inspiring. resonate. I'm so happy that you're doing this PT mm-hmm. thing now. And also, I think more importantly, doing the whole mental health check-in, yeah. knowing what triggers you and avoiding that and finding right. a long-term sustainable way to manage that is like really, really fantastic. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So I would like to move on to June because Mm -hmm. I have so much respect for June because you were doing into psych. Yes, I love psychology. (laughs) And now you're a UX designer. And I still remember when you told me you were going to do UX and now you're like doing it and you love it. And I still am in awe. So June, do you want to talk us through (laughs) that process? Yeah, I just have a little tidbit. Um, the other day, so Jesse and I are part of this group for all of the plebs that used to work at the <laughs> design agency we were at. And someone asked the question of, hey, everyone, what did you study? Mm. And what's a good background for people in UX? Mm-hmm. And really I swear for the question. first 10 answers, no one had the same answer of what they studied in university. Yeah. Everyone was completely different. Mm-hmm. Um So all that to say UX, it's a pretty new field. And so there's people from all walks of life and there's no kind of right way of getting into it. Um, If you're out there and you're thinking about getting into UX and you're like, I have a really random background, don't worry. There's probably one other person at least. (laughs) As for me, I definitely have had a habit of quitting jobs (laughs) if I feel like they're not right. And definitely more than a handful of times it has been, even if I don't have a backup plan. Um, And I think kind of touching on the financial responsibility stuff that we did like a few episodes ago, part of that is like the privilege that I have of being able to build up this safety net financially so that you're not kind of living paycheck to paycheck Mm -hmm. and worrying about that. So acknowledging that privilege, right? then and there for me I am really an all or nothing person so (laughs) I can't convince myself to try and do something that I'm not really in a hundred percent the last example is a pretty good one um I knew that I wanted to quit probably five months in and I stayed a total of eight so in that process of the last three months, I was hustling to get my portfolio done, 
to line up companies that I thought would align with the values that I had and the kind of work that I wanted to do. I think at the five month mark when I realized I didn't want to do it, I pretty much straight away started getting my ducks in a row. But yeah, I think that really, I always feel really good about it. And if anything, I almost feel like I should have left a bit earlier, but mm. to at the same time I did learn and grow relationships, which I don't regret at all. But um, I think the first time maybe that you quit a job without a backup plan, it's super terrifying yes. because you're like, what the F am I going to do with yes. my everyday? But thankfully with this job here, by the time that I decided that I was going to quit and had my quit date, I'd gotten quite far into the process of my other job. So even if that fell through, the other opportunity, if it had fell through, I was still determined with my quit date. Thankfully it did work out and I'm very happy where I am now because their values really align with the kind of design that I like. So yeah, no regrets. And I think if I had any advice back to my younger self that was scared about career change, I think it would be kind of don't put yourself in a box and don't be scared. Try it. If it doesn't work out, then that's okay. You could mm -hmm. easily get other jobs that mm -hmm. are similar to what you're already doing. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, really agree with that random quote at the beginning. The worst that can happen is that you just do another job that's similar to what you already yes. hate. <laughs> I will say, I think like a tiny piece though, going through this kind of different stages of my career and different types of careers, what I've come to realize is meaning doesn't necessarily come from your career so now mm. I have much more of a focus on doing other things outside of my nine to five that are like creative or fulfilling in some way so things like this podcast or mm. other creative projects that make me happy <laughs> do you want to plug your other projects yes uh, <laughs> do it do it I will just say if you watch this trashy tv show called 90 day fiance Hit me up. I have a little illustration project that I have going. And that's it. <laughs> it's great, guys. I've seen it. You need to work on your shameless plug, too. I can't. I, I'm so full of shame with my plug. Oh, my gosh. How, how Plug for you. June has amazing <laughs> illustration skills and she is putting that to such good use in creating meme-tastic stickers and hopefully pins in the future. So oh, thanks, if you have a secret or not so secret love of trashy TV, especially 90 Day Fiance, y'all should up. check it out. 90 Day Pinyonce. <laughs> Alright, so done. <laughs> What about you? How do you feel about this whole topic of quitting your job that you hate, <laughs> even feel, if you don't I have feel, a backup plan? I feel many emotions. No, I want to just keep it top top line. Um, yes, I'm a bit jealous of the both of you because <laughs> you guys have both successfully transitioned um, into different doing different, not even like a career change, just like. A lifestyle change. I have tried, but both times I don't think I have successfully managed to push myself to the point where I actually did it. Oh, and I feel <laughs> like for me, I've always just fallen back into the safety trap of a nine to five job. Mm. 
you know. So you say fall back into the safety of the nine to five job. Mm-hmm. So what would be your kind of ideal scenario that you would want to quit your nine mm-hmm. to five for? Good so question. I don't actually hate what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in project management and I do enjoy the whole process, improving how things work. And I feel like that's kind of part of it because I don't think I've been pushed. Like I have been pushed where I hate the company or I hate the people or I hate the clients that I work on. But at the core of it, Mm. I really enjoy what I do. Mm. So my ideal scenario would be for me to freelance for half the year Mm. and for the other half Mm. of the year to pursue what I am passionate about, which is really like food and cooking and food education. I think that would be my ideal if I can trans and and the and the thing is that I know I can do it. I just am lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? That's okay. <laughs> so it's interesting that you say that because as a personal trainer, we do consults all the time mm-hmm. that are like, "What are your fitness goals? What are you mm-hmm. working towards?" And honestly, the excuse of "I'm lazy." And that's why I haven't achieved my fitness goals comes up and I would say probably at least 95% of my consults. Really? But they're not actually lazy. Right. They're actually just terrified of failure. Oh. And so dun, dun, the dun, fear dun. of failure disguises <laughs> itself as like a, I'm lazy. It's that whole like procrastination right. due to perfectionism thing. Oh, like perfectionists tend to be huge procrastinators because they're like, mm-hmm. I know it's not going to be perfect. And so because mm-hmm. it's not going to be perfect, I'm just not going to work on it. Mm. Wow. I should pay you for PT and counseling. Wow. Yeah, that was therapy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I charge $95 an hour. But you know what, Jesse? You are absolutely right. Um, yeah, I think... I, I totally agree with you. I, I absolutely feel like the biggest part is I am just scared of failure. Yes, you definitely hit right. the nail mm. on the whole scared of failing. And, you know, I just want things to be perfect and therefore I just won't do it because I know it's not <laughs> going to be perfect. But yeah. if you think about it, it's not going to be perfect at the start anyway. You just have to work your way. Literally yeah. nothing is ever yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. When you've quit before, like what has happened? Uh, so example, when I moved to Vancouver this year in February Mm. and was looking for jobs, I was like, I really love food. I'm going to, I want to like have some experience working in a kitchen. And I worked on a freaking food truck for about a month. I I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to like get some like kitchen experience. It's so different. It was 20% cooking, 80% cleaning. And I hate cleaning. Um, And then, yeah. And I was like, this is really freaking shit. I'm getting paid minimum wage, hardly any tip. And like, you are standing nine to five. And I'm like, comparatively, Mm. an office job is so much better. And then I got offered a role at a good company. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just, I'm taking it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. I hear that. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least you were brave enough to give it a go, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think I need, like, once again, I I need to just have this internal conversations to just break the whole barrier and just do it. I have all these ideas. I'm just not executing. Um, I find reasons to not do it. Like, I psych myself out from doing it. Mm -hmm. I've heard of people trying a thing where, like, specifically for when they want to, like, go and, like, try and make a stab at, like, making a side hustle a full-time thing, 
where they give themselves a time frame where they have to try that thing. Mm -hmm. So whether it's like a year or six months, they're Mm -hmm. like starting this date and they like tell people Mm -hmm. what the date is so that they're like publicly accountable. They're like, I am going to spend a year trying to make this work. Mm -hmm. And so then, and like you don't give yourselves any outs, like you're working on that thing for a year or Mm -hmm. six months or whatever the time frame Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. And like, you just make the best go of it. You're like, you don't allow yourself to accept a cushy job offer. You don't mm. allow yourself to pick up like a minimum time, like wage job mm. like that. Like you, you make it work. It's committing. It's almost like, like a sabbatical in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also it's commitment. I feel like. Yeah. You, June, you brought up the fact that like not everyone has the privilege of having that financial safety net mm-hmm. below them. So like, mm-hmm there's a giant asterisk yeah. over this that like obviously not everyone can do this so that was really awesome i feel like we had a variety of different mm. perspectives and experiences and it's kind of cool to see what each other has learned and experienced i definitely think that we can learn something from each of us now we're going to enter a segment that we like to call faqs june yep. please take it away so i can kick it off Jesse, what is something you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, okay. First of all, I have to calculate where I was when I was 20. <laughs> it feels like forever ago. Yeah. Okay, so I think I was still in university, so hadn't had my first horrible job. Um, I would say that I wish my 20-year-old self knew that it was okay to not limit myself to other people's expectations or society's expectations I feel like a lot of what held me back in a lot of my jobs and probably still does to some extent today was like this expectation that you know you stay at a job for at least a year or you have to be on the management track like that's the only option feeling like there was this kind of external pressure to succeed in a very specific way without Mm. taking into account my own definition of success and Mm. I wish that I had kind of questioned that a little bit more Mm. super interesting question two something you you like to say to your 40 year old self so forward thinking Mm -hmm. I feel like a baby now because I feel like that's so far (laughs) away um the thing that like jumps into my mind is like asking like does it turn out okay wanting to know whether the choices I've made is that's a fair question are they okay did it turn out are we happy (laughs) so I don't know that there's anything advice wise or um wisdom no doesn't have to be advice it can be looking into the crystal ball (laughs) doesn't have to be advice just a question just asking for reassurance (laughs) that's hilarious Last one. What do you definitely want to do before you're 30? Hmm. Not so much career related, but I definitely want to travel more before I'm 30. Mm. So I've kind of traveled a little bit, Mm -hmm. but I want to see more of Europe and would love to see um, either some part of like South America or Africa or Indonesia Mm. kind of. Well, I guess Indonesia is becoming a little bit more touristy now, but Mm. something that's a little off the beaten path, so to speak. Hmm. Yeah. Super doable. Yes. Amazing. 
Well, thanks again so much for joining us, Jesse. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Super fun and insightful. (laughs) What are we going to talk about next episode? So for next episode, uh, the topic will be fight for something you're passionate about. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. (laughs) Please let us know if you've quit a job and any interesting stories that you might have about your own experiences. And thank you so much for listening. Once again, can't believe this is episode six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, let us know if you have any comments or feedback. And thank you for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.